Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hello and welcome to another Toonami pre-flight. We've had some, we'll call them challenges, getting into uh, a studio and having our schedules line up. So we're coming to you from the auxiliary command. Different room, different room, yeah. Studio, what does this one be? Are we in C? B for bullshit. Yeah. Um, So you'll notice the background's a little different. um, Yeah, we can't do as much in this studio, so. Tablecloth. Please forgive. I think the exact same. Please forgive the level of Bush League that this is. I have an extra mic cable for some reason, so it might sound funny. Um, but we're we're here, and we're all going to have a lot of fun today. You and I are, at least. Can we close the curtains, or is those, do those not close? Yeah, thank you. There are curtains for people to look looky-loo when they walk through, but I don't like that shit. I feel like it's something... I don't like people playing on my phone. It's like people watch me when I'm in the bathroom. It's embarrassing to see me people watch Doing you this. when you're in the bathroom no i mean i would have the same feeling oh i see what you're <laughs> yes <laughs> pedantic gill strikes again just uh, uh, pedantic uh let's talk about today's movie pat labor we didn't do the rundown do. setup yeah it's fine no one gives a shit i don't anyway but i'm guessing some of our Let's viewers don't either Hope would you, you rather we talked about an anime classic or gave you the rundown can we do both i, I think we can do I, both i hear them just saying let's just talk pat labor cool so pat labor came out in 1993 and it was directed by memoru oshi of course uh it was the movie before he directed ghost in the shell which is obviously the film he's best known for but there are a lot of similarities in terms of themes and in terms of Certainly, obviously, the animation style and sort of the the editing style, I would think, I would say, between this. It's clearly like sort of the launch, the launching platform that, you know. Yeah, testing out some some stuff. Yeah, that got him to Ghost in the Shell. Um, And so even if you're not really into Pat Labor or familiar with Pat Labor. Which you you should be into. You may not be familiar. uh, You should be into, yeah. But even if you're not, you can see how some of these ideas played out later in his other work, which I think makes it fascinating for that reason alone, even if you didn't like Pat Labor. So Pat Labor is a series that started a couple years before this with the first Pat Labor film. And uh, it is basically a series about a group of Japanese police that it's in the near future and they have these sort of robots that are essentially mobile suits. Yeah. And they use them to patrol the streets. So there's a core group of characters and they are sort of the Pat Labor team and the Labors are what they call the the robots. The actual suits. And so people in this future use these robots for manual labor and, and why, which is why they're called laborers, but also for stuff like uh, police. And yeah, there's military like construction use. versions and yeah, there's all cop kinds versions of. and military. And-, and the hilarious thing is the laborers are giant robots, and then they have like a giant revolver. <laughs> it's like so, it's, it's pretty funny. Um, but the first labor movie was much more of a like lighthearted action thing, and this one is much more of a political intrigue movie that's trying to maybe say a bit more. Um, so it's a this is the Pat Labor movie that people always reference as sort of one of the greatest 
giant robot things of all time. Um, I think not only because of the animation, but because of the themes are a little bit... There's a lot more going on. Yeah, it's more rooted, I mean, despite the fact that it is at its base about giant mobile suits running around. Um, it is more rooted in actual events in and Japanese more history, in yeah. political realities and yeah. questioning of intent um, yeah. as opposed to more of like a buddy cop. Yeah. Um, and there is a Pat Labor TV show and there's Pat Labor OVAs and they're all pretty equally great. The OVAs cover a lot of this same ground um, that these films do, but they're slightly different in typical Japanese series fashion. Um, so let's look at, uh, I think I have, it's, I think it's a German trailer. Yeah. Um... <laughs> yeah. One is a German trailer that shows more of the movie and one is a like crappy American trailer from uh, Manga Entertainment or whatever from like many years ago. So let's watch the first one and we can talk about it a little. Um 17.20 Uhr heute Nachmittag wurde die Baybridge von Hot Unadag durch von einem Raketeneinschlag geschüttert, bei dem ein Teil der Brücke gesprengt wurde. Haben Sie eine genaue Vorstellung von dem, was die Verteidigungsfamilie eigentlich erreichen will? Es sieht doch fast so aus, als hätten die vor, einen eigenen Krieg anzufangen. Haben Sie nicht bemerkt, dass er bereits angefangen hat? Die Frage, die wir beantworten sollten, ist die, wie wird er enden? Ab sofort geht für die zweite Abteilung für Spezialfahrzeuge 24 Stunden Alarmstufe rot. Es scheint sich herauszuschälen, dass jemand Personen auf höchster Ebene manipuliert. Ein Film von Mamoru Oshii. Yeah, I think I want to listen to the German version know, with the right? subtitles. And um, so let's see. Let's look at the other trailer, which I think is a little bit more. gives you a little bit more of an idea what the movie's about. に戦争を勃発。西暦2000年冬。自衛隊が警視庁が目前に展開する危機に戦慄する。巨大化したコンピューターネットワークの裏に錯綜する人間のドラマ。かつては鉄壁のチームワークを誇った警視庁警備部特
there the subplot is that a uh, ex basically special forces general wants to create a panic in the city that allows the military to stage a coup. So basically just like the rock. So he wants to schedule kind of like the rock. Yeah. He wants to cause, um, Japan, the Japanese self-defense force to think that the city is being attacked and then using his own group of military sort of contacts, they're going to lock the city down and then take over because they feel like Japan needs to be way more aggressive and way more interventionalist. And so this movie somewhat of a comment on Oshi's end because um, there was a controversy in the late 80s and 90s because Japan, it's in their new constitution once you know, the bomb was dropped on them and, and sort of the constitution was rewritten. It's in the constitution that they can't have an army for any other reason besides self-defense. So it's called the Japan Defense Force. Um, but they have sent troops to places over the years. Cambodia was somewhere that they sent troops for an intervention uh, in the 80s. And it was a big controversy among the Japanese because there were people who said, well, it's in our constitution. We shouldn't be intervening in other wars and there are other people who are saying well why you know that was from 40 years ago times are different right. you know so Oshi is very much of the point of view that that the interventionalist point of, you know is wrong and that they shouldn't you know get more involved in war than they already have been um, so the movie's point is kind of that so the movie starts with an attack on a bridge that is sort of the first thing, and then there's, an, and then a little bit later, as the SDF, as the Pat Labor team is sort of trying to figure out what's happening and getting caught up in it, they discover this conspiracy, and they can't really convince anyone that it's real until it's almost too late, where there are these blimps that are blocking uh, electronic signals. Um, there are multiple gunship helicopters that destroy all the new labors and sort of start shooting missiles at key sites. And it ends up being the labors are the only people who can stop it, the original old school labors. And they get in an underground tunnel that leads to the silo where this old general is directing everything. So the end of the movie is a pretty great, like, 30-minute sequence that's just a really tense yeah. Them trying to get through all these sophisticated defense systems with their crummy old labors. Yeah, and, guns of Navarone. Yeah, and get to these guys. So it's really a strange movie because it's a political intrigue thriller that has a lot of really slow parts, but then it's also got these really great tight action sequences and amazing animation. And it almost doesn't really spend as much time with the team <laughs> as you really, think it would. They're split up. And it's, yeah, it's... It's like the two commanders you spend most of the time with who are from the previous movie, but then you don't really see the other commander from the first movie and you only see the sort of foot soldiers a little bit. It's kind of weird. Like, they're more. he's more interested in telling this bigger story. Um, and I think the original idea for the movie was going to be something like this, but Oshi very much wanted to tie it to that Cambodian intervention and sort of make it into this political thriller. Um, and in doing so, he made a movie that's unlike any anime up until that point, for sure. Um, so people rightfully list this as one of the greatest anime of all time, and I think that's not just because of how well it did and how um, Pat Labor was such a defining anime for a while in Japan. It's yeah. kind of been forgotten in the U.S., which is kind of sad. Um, but again, yeah. people in the U.S. don't like robots as much. <laughs> and Ghost in the Shell filled yeah. that. He covered a few yeah. of the same ideas in Ghost in the Shell, but he, he went in a different direction. But I think this is why. And I, and again, people, Oshi's far. In the, in the U.S., people don't seem to give Oshi the level of respect that he deserves. But the guy directed at least two of the greatest anime films of all time. Which is <laughs> pretty by good. By any standard. Yeah. Doing pretty good. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, Urusei Yatsura, which we already talked yeah. about. Like, he definitely knows his shit. Um, so, anyway, if you like Giant Robots and you haven't seen Pat Labor, you could start with this movie. You don't really need the first movie. But the first movie is great, too. Uh, there's also a third movie that's really good. Um, so, really... You just can't go wrong with yeah, just, labors. Just yeah. grab it all. It's all available on Blu-ray. Uh, I have it all on Blu-ray. So uh, it's the rare old anime that you can actually see in the U.S. 
and get mastered well yeah. and you know <laughs> so I say get it while you can um, so since the labor movies are essentially cop thrillers we decided to broaden that into our topic of the day which is what's your favorite cop movie um, and I think we all have different definitions of what a cop movie is or I don't, I, how we feel about cops. I feel fairly safe in saying that most people are not going to have your today's definition of favorite cop movie. Okay. Fair. Um, so I guess I'll start. Um, so it is, it, it's the day after Halloween that we're recording this. So I was in a Halloween frame of mind when I picked these. Um, but I, as I'm sure many other people do, think cops are kind of scary uh, in real life. I don't want to be in trouble with the cops. Um, so for me, when I think of favorite cop movie, I think of Maniac Cop. <laughs> Maniac Cop is a, a thriller horror film from the late 80s, uh, written by the great Larry Cohen, who wrote uh, The Stuff and Cue the Winged Serpent and wrote and directed It's Alive. So he's definitely a horror B-movie master. Uh, he wrote Maniac Cop uh, and... It has the great Tom Atkins starring in it, who has been in... I mean, he's in Halloween 3, he was in the Night of the Creeps. He's like another great B-movie actor you've seen in other movies. And the guy who plays the maniac cop is named Robert Zadar, and he has a um, genetic disorder that makes his bones big. So he has this crazy-looking... He's a huge guy with this crazy-looking jaw. And so they just didn't need to do much to make him up to make him look even creepier. Yeah, I mean, um, but he's great. So he plays <laughs> the maniac cop. And so the plot of the film is basically that this cop is a crooked, evil bastard. He gets killed and he comes back to life to take revenge on the people that killed him and be a maniac killer. So the movie is basically Tom Atkins, who's another cop who's a detective trying to figure out who is committing these brutal what murders. maniac yeah. is making these Right, but it turns out that the maniac is a cop. So uh, let's look at the original trailer for Maniac Cop, and then I've got another clip. There's someone out there. No one knows his name. No one knows his face. Oh, no. But now, the most terrifying man in the city carries a badge. Edward, unstable and with a sudden deceleration injury. As in your old hanging. You really think a cop did this? Why not? Would you automatically assume that it was a police officer instead of some lunatic dressed up like a cop? Spice squad. Go kill again. He enjoys killing. He strikes without cause, without mercy. He may be getting information from inside the department. That means he is one of us. You see a cop, you crossed to the other side of the street. You're not gonna get me. Nobody wants to shoot a cop nowadays, got one hell of an excuse. Since when is my personal life any of your business? Since your wife was found dead in the motel room. You gotta be wrong. You want to see the pretty picture? Keep your hands where I can see them. Hold on, I, I didn't do any of this. When a cop turns killer, you have the right to remain silent forever. Maniac Cop. Also, of course, as you saw, starring the great Bruce Campbell, who gets framed for the maniac cop murders and has to sort of help Tom Atkins's character work it out. Um, so one of the reasons I like Maniac Cop is all the great hilarious kill scenes, because the maniac cop always manages to kill people in a hilarious fashion. Um, so this enterprising person on the Internet made a carnage count video for it. And uh, I think it's worth viewing. Beware, murder's ahead. Officer! 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 Oh, thank God it's you. These two Puerto Rican guys just try to mug me. 
Things nice. You know, I'll tell you something else. That's the end of the first movie. The Maniac so. Cop survives? Shockingly. My favorite thing about the Maniac Cop movies is he's just in broad daylight. Like, it's literally, he kills everybody. You're like, oh, well, surely they're not going to kill Richard Roundtree. He's the police commissioner, you know. He'll just kill anybody. He doesn't care. He's, he's a maniac. maniac. So, um, my, one, uh, my second favorite cop movie is very similar uh, in a weird way to Maniac Cop. And that's because it's the sequel. Maniac Cop 2 Electric Boogaloo As you can see He's a little worse for the wear yeah, After his being underwater And getting shot in the face uh, And he's still pretty pissed off um, So Maniac Cop 2 Literally picks up Right after the last one, last one left off Directed by the same director And uh, Hilariously in the, in the Maniac Cop 2 uh, the guy who's supposed to be the good guy Is one of the creepiest actors Who always plays a bad guy And he's supposed to be like the good guy um, So let's look at A scene uh, called From Maniac 2 called Visiting Hours and you'll see this guy Who's the cop, he's such a dick He's so terrifying He's just scarier than Maniac Cop to me But check it out It must be visiting hours! 
the, that so uh, that wasn't the scene I was thinking of. The actor I'm talking about is Robert Davi. Look him up on IMDb. He's supposed to be the good guy in this movie, and it's my favorite thing in the movie. That every time he has a scene, he seems like horrifying. <laughs> uh, so obviously, he's Maniac Cop Two. He steps up the cop on cop violence quite a bit, and, and just. Uh, Clearly, cop on wall and window. Yeah, he, he 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 really. It's obviously a rip off from the Terminator, um, but pretty great nonetheless. Yeah. So when you're going for Maniac Cop one and two, and you're talking about your favorite cop movies, you have to round out the trilogy and talk about Maniac Cop three, Badge of Silence, uh, directed by the same director, made a year or two later. And I mean, I don't really need to tell you the plot because who cares? It's Maniac Cop shows up and kills a bunch of people, and that's really all I'm trying to get out of this. Um, so here's a clip uh, from Maniac Cop 3, Badge of Silence. Let her go, Mac. Let her go. Finish it. I cannot recover this soul. She will not allow it. That looks totally amazing, but I don't think being on fire slow walking would be a super fun stunt to. No, these movies always have involved. Those have always have amazing stunts, and you're not going to see anyone do a stunt like that anymore because they just don't do them anymore. But back then, they slathered someone with. They wore an asbestos suit, basically, and yeah, slathered him rubber with, cement with um, goo and stuff, and yeah, um, talk about going all the way. Maniac Cop don't play. So, those are three of my favorite cop movies. Are the what do you remember? What the parenthetical title for the oh, badge, sequels are? Badge of Silence. But what the, Maniac Cop Two doesn't. Which is Maniac Cop Two? Maniac Cop Two. Maniac Cop Three. Badge of Silence. And there haven't been any more. And I think there should. I think they're ripe for a remake. You could you could easily remake these and have a really hilarious and great series. So if you're a movie producer, give us a call. Um, those were excellent choices. Give the people who own Maniac Cop a call. Yeah. Do you know on the rights? Shockingly, no. I wish I did. That'd be sweet. I'd be making a, a Maniac Cop film right now, Maniac <laughs> Cop 4, The Return. Maybe you could do a Maniac Cop anime. I mean, I would love to. I think they already did one. It's called Mad Dog. <laughs> Mad Bull. Sorry. Um, first up for me is Maniac Cop 4. <laughs> I wish. The Maniacing. God, I uh, wish. Is Antoine Fuqua's 2001 Training Day. Um, the Take an Ethan Hawk to Work Day movie. Um with the great Denzel Washington uh, chewing scenes like only Denzel can and uh, showing that not every cop is necessarily a good cop. 
Um, <laughs> what? He, what do you mean? He has. Hold on, Gil. This is going to come as a huge surprise, um, but there are in fact some not what? ideal police officers Holy in the world. Crap. Um, and Denzel That's happens to spoiler alert in this movie be one of the not entirely on the up and up. Cops. This is one of my favorite lines in it. This movie um, from Denzel. What's your favorite line? Yeah. <laughs> I can't okay. say it. It's fair enough. Uh, let's check out the trailer and maybe it'll coincidentally it be in there. It won't be in the trailer. I don't think it's going to. In the next 24 hours, you will learn about the streets, about the choices that will force a dedicated cop over the edge all in the name of good in the next 24 hours the only thing more dangerous than the line being crossed today's a training day officer hoy good chance to give you a little taste of reality you think you can handle it is the cop who has crossed it i will do anything you want me to do will you let's see Dealer, you'd be dead by night. <laughs> they build jails because of me. Judges have handed out over 15,000 man years of incarceration time based on my investigation. You got today and today only to show me who and what you're made of. You hear me? That's it. That's what I'm talking about. First day on the job, you hit a $3 million seizure. Police officer! Get away from the girl! No, no, no. We're not racking up arrest today. You let him go. What more you want? I want justice, right? Is that I not mean, justice? That's street justice. What's wrong with street justice? Oh, I just let the animals wipe themselves out. God willing. You can't be like this. Open your eyes. Can't you see? Police, we got a search warrant. You ain't no police! They're fast, they're dead. Man, I didn't sign up for this. You think I'm crazy, right? We communicate and talk to you. Say it. Say it. I think you're a rogue cop. Learned a lot of things on these streets, boy. Good things and bad things, too. There's some profoundly evil people walking the streets freely right now. I'm the police. King Kong ain't got nothing on me. (laughs) You never know. That's the point. Gonna have to be a nice day, huh? It'll get darker. Guarantee you that. That trailer is so fucking bad. I uh, let's dissolve through the the entire the most movie. famous line in the movie. Yeah, and not even really show, show his face. Show his, his face. Like, good job. Um, and probably uh, a somewhat forgiving stance on what ultimately is Denzel's character driving. The good cop pushed over the edge. Oh, yeah. I mean, they just straight up lied. And then they're like, <laughs> yeah. He At no point in the movie is Denzel a good cop at all. I think it's one of those things where you, he always played good guys. He never played a bad guy. And so everybody was so like, holy shit, he's playing a bad guy. That it, like, people loved loved it. Just because, yeah. you know, Denzel always plays the hero. And he's just such an innately, like, you think of him as, like, stand-up dude. Um and this is the first time he was just a piece of shit. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, next for me is uh, Hot Fuzz, Edgar Wright, and Simon Pegg, and Nick Frost's 2007 uh, amazing film. <laughs> Probably, I would say, my favorite of their yeah. movies. I would say so, um, for me, too. The, it's eh, nah, Not even probably. It is my favorite. Yeah. Just putting it out there. Um Simon Pegg is an amazing London... I don't know why I always do that wrong. Uh, police officer who is too good at his job and is sent out to a small village uh, so that he's not making all the other police officers look bad. Um, and this is uh, an amazingly hilarious take on several other cop movies that we could have chosen. So let's watch the scene. 27. Have you ever seen Point Break? No. Amazing bit in Point Break where they jump over fences. Is that no? 29. That is Swayze's just robbed this bank. Keanu Reeves is chasing him through people's gardens. And he goes to shoot Swayze, but he can't because he loves him so much and he's firing his gun up in the air. He's like, oh! 30. 
Have you ever fired your gun up in the air and gone, ah? No, I have not ever fired my gun up in the air and gone, ah. Very. Sorry, I'm, I just... I just feel like I'm missing out sometimes. I want to do what you do. You do do what I do. What on earth do you think you're missing out on? Gunfights, car chases, proper action and shit. Police work is not about proper action. Or shit. 29. If you'd have paid attention to me in school, you'd understand that it's not all about gunfights and car chases. Uh, probably the best cop movie ever made. Uh, the second best cop movie ever made is my last pick, Martin Scorsese's 2006, The Depadded, which is a remake of the third and a half, second and a half, uh, best cop movie, Infernal Affairs. Um, it's really close. You're forgetting, uh, well, it doesn't matter. Uh, no, no, it's a definitive list. <laughs> Um, this the is... The French Connection. I was just going to, you know, mention that. Pretty good cop movie. Yeah. One best picture. <laughs> Pretty good. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and every other mass hole actor that's ever <laughs> faced the screen. And a bunch of actors and a bunch who, of who can't do to be mass hole actors. Um, like Martin Sheen. On, yeah. His, <laughs> His mass hole accent's the yeah. worst one. It's, uh... It's so bad. It's not ideal, we'll yeah. say. Especially when he's talking to Matt Damon, who has a really legit one because yeah. he grew up there. The people who in the movie who actually are from the greater Boston area do a great job. Are, are pretty good yeah. at it, and it's by comparison <laughs> less than ideal. It's not as bad as the bad Southern accents you often hear, but, but it's, it's pretty up fucking there. close. It's up there, yeah. Um, one person who does a very good Masshole accent. <laughs> Is uh, one Mark Wahlberg, Mark fucking Wahlberg, who plays Staff Sergeant Dignam, uh, and let's watch him perform uh, as an amazing actor now. Sorry, I'm late. Staff Sergeant Dignam is our liaison to the undercover section. His undercover work is extensive. He's here to give us his report, Sergeant Dignam. Okay. My people are out there. They're like fucking Indians. You're not going to see them. You're not going to hear about them, except through me or Captain Queenan. You will not ever know the identity of undercover people. Unfortunately, this shithole has more fucking leaks than the Iraqi Navy. Fuck yourself. I'm tired from fucking your wife. How's your mother? Good, she's tired from fucking my father. Good. Today, girls, what I have for you is microprocessors. Somebody, as you may already know, stole 20 microprocessors from the mass processor company out on Route 128. These are the kind of processors they put into computers that could put a cruise missile up the ass of a camel from a couple hundred miles away. These little pieces of plastic are worth about 100 grand a piece. Now, get this. We got a guy working for the company two months, walks right out the front door with a box of processors on Tuesday, has a ticket book for Florida on Wednesday, but on Thursday, he gets found in a dumpster. You know where that dirtball started his life? Southie Projects. What was his name? The Departed. Miles Kennefick. Got the job to forge UMass Transcript. UMass Boston, which happens to South be South Boston? In. Oh, you're a fucking genius, huh? Who forged your transcript, dickhead? Hey, this guy's, uh, his old man runs the Hibernian liquor mod, Kennefix. We're not here to solve the case of the missing scumbag. We're here to nail Costello. All right, look. We got a guy who says he hears Costello's moving the process to China. He set up the whole fucking job and popped Kennefix. You do not want to miss it if Costello takes a dump. We'd miss a lot less if you made your informants available to us and, of course, to the Bureau. Without asking for too many details, do you have anyone in with Costello presently? Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe fuck yourself. My theory on feds is they're like mushrooms. Feed them shit and keep them in the dark. Girls have a good day. (laughs) Normally he's a very uh, nice guy. (laughs) Don't judge him from this meeting alone. (laughs) So, uh, some of our favorite cop movies. Uh, Let's check out the Adult Swim Facebook picks. Favorite cop movies. I'm guessing me and cop won't be there. Hot Fuzz, RoboCop, a great, not quite a cop movie, yeah, really, but more still. More of a Robo yeah. movie. Training Day, The Departed, The Naked Gun. As usual, Gil in line with what the people what the people feel. That's Gil. Sorry, me. A cop wasn't on the list. I'm not sorry. Let's see what, uh, maybe, that. It's not still got shot. That's true. Tsunami, sometimes, Tsunami fans, sometimes, they really get it. Let's see. 
Uh, Rush Hour, Hot Fuzz, Lethal Weapon, Blade Runner. Well, he's technically, he's not really, he's kind of a subcontractor. Well, if you're cop. not cop, you're little people, so. Yeah. Uh, no. Well, Rush Hour and, I mean, Hot Fuzz is great, so yeah. there's good movies all. Sure. Well done. Yeah. Sorry again. It's no, okay. No Maniac Cop. Maybe next time. I'm sorry that people don't love Maniac Cop enough. I think sh- after today's should. episode, I think you've definitely converted they should. people. They really should. Uh, now let's check out some of our sneak peeks, which are really just promos that have already run, uh, talking about things <laughs> that are going to be on this Saturday night. Here's a bunch of promos you've already seen. <laughs> and one, if you stick around to the end of this segment. There's a goodie at the end. One thing you haven't seen. Yeah, that you'll enjoy. Uh, but this first one, two, three, four, five. five. The first five things. Do you, if you need a beverage or take a bathroom break, now's the time to do it. Because uh, Bio break. First up is My Hero Academia's topical for tomorrow night at 9.30. On the next all-new episode of My Hero Academia. You can't half-pass it! Try everything you can to defeat me! Don't you dare hold back! My Hero Academia. Saturday at 9.30. Only Toonami on Adult Swim. This is a weird song. <laughs> wee wee. Uh, and then next up is Borto uh, this Boruto. Saturday night at ten thirty. On the next all new episode of Boruto, I'm going to kill all three of you right now. What the? What, what did you just say, Sensei? Oh, what do we do now? Boruto Saturday at ten thirty. Only tsunami on Adult Swim. Who says that? And then uh, Dragon Ball Super tomorrow night at 11 is about this. On the next all new episode of Dragon Ball Super. Don't just stand there shooting! You're Android 17, right? Well, aren't you informed? Dragon Ball Super, Saturday at 11, only Toonami on Adult Swim. Android, Android 17, 17 a bit got of a, a mouth maniac, on him. Yeah. Maniac cop himself. He's got a, got a real mouth on him. Uh, and then uh, Mob Psycho, Saturday at 11.30. On the next Mob Psycho 100. I've been thinking about something. Does he think his pay is too low? Or did he finally figure out that I'm a fraud? Mob Psycho 100, Saturday at 11.30 p.m. Only Toonami on Adult Swim. Hopefully oh. you're enjoying Mob Psycho 100, our I love the show. edition. I, I love the art style. Yeah, it's totally. really cool. Uh, and then our Attack on Titan topical, which for some reason is always five seconds longer than all the other topicals, uh, is at midnight. On the next all-new episode of Attack on Titan. We did it! What? <laughs> with this baby, we can kill Titans without putting any soldiers at risk! We did it, Aaron! Aaron? It looks like he must have overused his Titan abilities. Attack on Titan, Saturday at midnight. Only Toonami on Adult Swim. Because if that had been a 15, it would have just that's pretty cut to him up. with the uh, nosebleed. <laughs> yeah. And then you wouldn't have had the, the cool so line. So, so the context would have been in there. Together. Yeah. Uh, and welcome back, those of you who have Checked uh, out. paused yep. your brain on the topical portion. And now I you can see. Brain when I walked in the room. Uh, you, you said room, but you meant uh, building. Uh, yeah. Um, and well, my brain's on pause, so I don't remember what I said. Fair point. Yeah. Uh, this is a music video called Warrior that uh, Dave, our editor, cut together. And uh, this has not aired anywhere prior to now. You're seeing it for the first time right this here. Is, this is a sneak peek. We should almost put that graphic back up. That <laughs> everything up, so we'll just cut straight to the video. There are those who choose to fight against darkness every day. Shining a ray of hope into that chaos. Can decide Uh, 
That was, that's a good one. Yeah. Nice work, Dave. That's a lot of ass kicking in one promo. Um, our music video. And this was originally going to be the time where I was going to do a one man's trash, but we ran out of time this week because we had to. What was your one man's trash? For? What was it for? Uh, it's a, I don't know. It's, it's going to be next. Next time. Uh, it won't be next week because I don't think be we're going to be on. It's not going to be next. But it'll time. be the next time. It will be? Yeah, I think so. Really going to have time? Yeah, yeah, probably. Maybe. Maybe okay. one after that. Okay. Um, well, in we're the meantime. Fill a little bit because this is going to be just do this. yeah five minutes. Yeah. Uh, so. so in the meantime, we do have an adult some single we released this week. This is track thirteen out of uh, a minimum of fifty two. We're going a year um, straight, and this week's track, which was released on Wednesday, is by the great uh, grindcore band Noisem, and it is called Sin Rash. So let's. Do you, want to, do you want to play the whole song to since we're a little short, or is that uh, legally frowned upon? I don't. I just don't think. Not not the venue. This yeah, is not the just place. Just sample it. Okay. It's not going to be for everyone. Let's okay. sample it. Okay. So that's. I like it. That, I would have liked to have heard more. That's what a sin rash. Well, the good news is what? you can go to adultswim.com slash singles and hear the whole song can as I, well as 12 other songs. Can I only do that this released. week? No, you could do it anytime. Just huh. keep coming back, and every week we'll release at least one new song, usually on a Wednesday, and it'll be something different every week. Fantastic. Yeah. This and, is kind of the same old shit every week, but we try to mix it up a what, little bit. Oh, our show? Yeah, yeah, preflight. Yeah, yeah. But I we mean, come we to try, the end we now, come up, so. we, we talk about, look, I try to mix it up. I, Maniac Cop, you pick the same clips everybody else does. When so, I This is how pick, I feel. I when I pick something, you say, oh, effort. you didn't even fucking try. You just did the same thing over and over again. I don't understand. Depends. It feels like... The, every Depends. time I the goalpost is constantly getting the, the, well. We, I mean, the goalpost definitely moves because I'm trying to make sure you just keep you know stepping up. It's that's it's a that's, management. That's how tactic. this that's how the show tactic. stays so fresh. Yeah, so good. Week in and week out. So good. Well, well, so well one of us has to care because clearly you don't. No. So Gil, Gil does. Goodbye. See, he just he just wants to go. I would stay. We okay. Go long even. I don't care. I'll talk about whatever other cop we got. About nine minutes to fill. Damn, we're that short? Wow, we fucked up. Should have picked longer clips. I try to actually pick extra clips. Too. Let's watch the um, let's watch the Maya Cop uh, kill count video again. <laughs> I don't think anybody wants to see that. I again. think everybody wants to see that again. I, we'll take a straw poll there's, in here. I feel like everyone. There's probably watch it one for Maniac Cop too, which we could cut to right here and then drop in later. Okay. If we'll try want. that. If not, you, it'll be the same We're one. We're just going to go to the end of the show. Okay. So ready? Let's let's go to a, a screen.
Wasn't Either you just watched Maniac Cop or you watched a movie. second, no, a, a kill count for Maniac Cop 2, or you just watched like two seconds of a blank screen because we couldn't find the clip. And I'm sorry to let you down, but in fairness, we don't really care. So, or at least. The Maniac Cop portion of the show is squarely thanks, on your shoulders. Thanks, too, thanks for watching. We'll see I you next week. Throwing me under the Maniac we'll Cop ne- bus. We'll see you next it's time. Not a fair scenario at all. Uh, we'll see you next time. Good day. Every Saturday night from 9 to 4.